All right, guys, we are live. It's episode 302 of the Shooter's Mindset. Thank you guys for tuning in tonight. Joining me, Greg Cannon. What's going on, bud? Hey, everyone. Jennifer Seymour is in the house. What's on, Jen? Hey, everybody. And he's back for a third time, the director of the PRS, Shannon K. What's going on, Shannon? Hey, guys. That's all I've been with you three times? That's, that's unsaid. That's it. <laughs> Man. That's it. So, At, any more than three times, you just might as well you get an invite to be a co-host on the show. So, you ooh, uh, yeah, it won't work. But <laughs> I, I, I thought after three times, you had to start help paying the bills. Yeah, yeah that's right. There, there you go. There we go. We got a, a a great show. Usually, Shannon always comes on and shares what's new with PRS, new direction, maybe some new things that are coming. How's the the series going this year? And if you guys have any questions, maybe new, maybe want to start to dabble in some PRS, this is a good time to get some questions in so you get some good direction. All right. Uh, show sponsors here, the folks over at gsltechnologies.com. All your suppressor need down to the 22s, the tactical, the big bore stuff. They got all the suppressors you need there, GSL Technologies. Um, those watching on the podcast on YouTube, we do this show every Tuesday at 9 Eastern on the Shooter's Mindset Facebook page. So if you want to tune in live, you can join us over there um, every Tuesday. Um, but let's kick this one off for those who aren't familiar with you. I know. Um, I don't know what shows there are, but like I said, Shannon's been on twice. If you type in the YouTube search bar, you can pull up Shooter's Mindset, Shannon K. You'll see those two other shows if you want to just hear more of what Shannon had going earlier. But tell us a little bit more about yourself and what's kind of new with you right now. Uh, with me, um, I, I'm confused because you got me on this Facebook. So it's was like delayed. So now I'm like, I'm tripped out. But um, no, well, so we, after, I don't know, guys, I think I, I think I might have said it on this show. Like, no, we're, we're, we don't want to do um, a room start fire series. Like, uh, we want to, you know, clean up and fix, you know, some of the things we inherited. And we don't want any more division. And, and of course, you know, in the shooting sports, six, six months is like politics. So it's like, it, it's a lifetime. And, you know, through our clubs and, and shooters and, and constant nagging, like, hey, can you guys do this right? Um, please, um, you know, do this. We decided to do a rim fire series. And, of course, I know we'll bring up the uh, – um, this is the cheating scandal that we, we just adjudicated. That, that took a lot of time and a lot of effort to get right. But I, I'm proud of, of how that was, was handled. I'm sure we're going to get that. Then, obviously um, – the uh you know the seasons is kicking off the ag series all the the niches we have is is awesome we put the infrastructure in place we fix some of the things and and about 18 months into um which no one will really understand uh the fastest growing shoe sport out there we are very comfortable and very happy with our trajectory with with what we're doing and and um and now we've had time to prove ourselves you guys obviously have been instrumental in, in letting me come on and and kind of pontificate on what we're doing so um i appreciate that so let's i'm looking forward to having a good chat with you for as long as you guys want nice oh, but john says that your facial hair is new well i'm trying to i want to see all the, the, <laughs> the, the trash talking yeah it's, it's not uh it's not a fashion thing it's just a like poor grooming standard so we'll see that. <laughs> <laughs> there we go uh Jen, uh, you came back from the fantastic match over in Utah. I mean, I don't know. It, I mean, it just looked great based upon the video that I saw. Um, what were your thoughts? How would you do? Um, how was the match overall? So, the match was awesome. Yeah, that was – yeah. That was a great match, really great match. It was um, very challenging. 
physically and shooting wise, a lot of elevated shooting, um, small targets. Brian Sykes said that he did not want anybody to be given any points, that they, we had to earn every point that was out there. So I think he was very uh, true to his word. Don't you think, Shannon? Yeah, I mean, I, I actually, for the past few years, I mean, I talked to George today. I mean, hey, dude, great match. Are you home? And he's ecstatic. He, I mean, we need this in the PRS. We need, we need, we need the Gap Grinds, right? We need the K&M's. We need the Alabamas. We need all the other matches that are out there that all have a different flavor. But you know, if you go to this match, you're you're going to go against the best, and you're going to go toe to toe. You're also gonna, you, you know, if you think you're going to shoot ninety percent, not going to happen. And if you do, you're burning it down. So it's it's. I think it's good. People know, you know, but it's up to George and, and, and Brian to, to really find that balance. Like how do I challenge the top guys, but the train, I mean, they could have, again, they could have three, 250, it could be a K&M on the West coast really that match and they, they limit it and it's a hot ticket and it, it's, um, they do a great job. They really do. And it's an awesome match. It's beautiful. All the animals. And it's so funny. You see all the guys from the West Coast. You see all the guys from the East Coast. Everyone's coming together just like a national series is. And it's awesome. But at the same time, it is physically taxing on people. Um, and it's not a physical match, but just the elevation, the conditions. It just balances out the series, I think, pretty well. Yeah, I mean, you can kind of be – there's always – in any game you play, there's always kind of that match that's set up every year that you know is going to be a tall task. You know what I mean? So I know there's always going to be talk about how to balance, the, you know, these middle pack shooters or some new shooters and challenge the top guys. But, man, when I went into, like, the Florida Open, I knew that that was going to be a tough match. And there was no, there was no doubt about it. Train – and hey, the chips fell where they fell. Train harder, come back, and play. But that was the match that – at least locally, a major match in Florida. You shot the Florida Open, you know there were some tight shots. There was going to be some small targets. There was going to be a lot of swingers and movers. And if your game wasn't tough, you were going to struggle. And that's just what it was on that every year that match. And it was kind of known for it. So, guys, obviously, Prentice Wink needs some attention because now I'm seeing your feed. So, like, we all say hi to Prentice. Hi, we see Welcome you. to the Shooter's Mindset. This is every week. Like, is it, does he Prentice is our number one fan. Is he? All right. Well, Prentice, we love you, man. The scores are posted. If they're not posted, it's not the purest fault. It's the match director's fault. So, uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so. They were all kinds of mad on uh, yeah, Saturday yes, night when there were not scores up. I can see your comments. I, I will now ignore you for the remainder of the hour. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting here at home. I'm like, Where, where's the scores? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I shout out Prentice. Where's the scores at, man? So anyway, but yeah, that was, I mean, George and, and, and Sykes, that is a hard match logistically. Uh, I don't know if I would ever get, and, and of course I put on two matches, so I, I get my wear and tear, but that to, to do that where they're doing it, Jen, you were there. I mean, you saw the drive in and lack of connectivity and the logistics that it takes, and it gets the past users better. So, to me, I'm one of those guys like, hey, unless it's a finale, I'm not sure if I'm flying. Um, but that one is like, no, I, I, I'm going to that one. Good, bad, or ugly, like I'm, I'm going to that one. I think a lot of people too, did too across the country. So, congratulations yeah, to, to George and Brian and Hornady and all the people that are part of it, all the ROs. 
and the ROs did not have it bad because I went up to the lodge and I had dinner with them on Thursday night and I drove up her as we saw moose and we saw elk and it was, it was gorgeous. It, it was, it's a good, it's a good deal. So if you guys want to be part of it next year, I'm sure it'll be similar time in July and, and uh, we'll see how that goes. It's just, it's unfortunate though. There are a couple of guys and I see Jake Bibbert just George, but, but Jake and, and a couple of other guys from West coast didn't want to hang with the big boys this weekend. So I'm curious, uh, must've been a conflict of interest or conflict of scheduling that we didn't see, uh, you know, quite everybody that, in their backyard, so there must have been a little bit of sniffles. Uh, so we'll see, but it was good. I yeah, do have to. I see your face. <laughs> I just want to have fun with those guys. I, I'm sure they were doing something somewhere, but anyway. I do have to shout out the top lady, Allison Zane. Yeah, she the did. Girl shot lights out. Absolutely. Yeah, she's she's fun to watch. Fun to watch. So there you go. There we go. Um, for those who kind of, if we didn't talk about this in the last couple of shows, how did you acquire the PRS? And wh where have you gotten it today? Where is it today? Oh, gosh. So, you know, 18 months ago, it was essentially thrown on my lap. Uh, you know, I won't rehash it. They can talk some of other things. But, but Jewel and I really, you know, sacrificed a lot of initiatives and efforts on the on the k &M to to support the PRS because we believe in it. Obviously, I was involved in, in different capacities since its inception, um, and uh, we've really surged ourselves on it. And now it, it is really starting to pay off. And we, we see some we see some cracks and some some other things, and it's good. And we just keep keep trying along, focusing on what we got going on. There's some things that we need to do. They're going to be tough to do at the end of the year. We got to look at some infrastructure. We got to look at our structure and, and fix that. We're looking at other shooting sports, uh, you know, some of the NRA stuff, so other action shooting sports, and and we're going to have to kind of look at the monetization of things, um, and we're going to be very transparent in that. Um, but I think after the past 18 months, especially with the sponsors, especially with the mass directors and shooters, uh, I don't think we've ever been as unified. I don't think we've ever been as organized. I don't think our growth has ever been, despite COVID and everything that it's brought, um, it's been been very, very good. Um and it's really what, what I do is I don't run a, a shooting organization. I, um, I, I'm leading people. And, and that's hard because everyone has individual goals, personal goals. Um, and we're, we're trying to follow our mission statement as best we can and manage all those different people with, across the country. And it's up at times, there's no doubt, it, it's eaten a lot of good people. You know, the other ways we wouldn't have had five different match or regional or sorry, peer directors in the past four years, whatever it is. Um, but our hard work has paid off and we have good people helping us, Travis. Um, we got Chrissy Sutton helping us a bunch with, with, with some things and we're putting systems and, and assigning tasks to people and it's, it's paying off and the shooters are, it's just, it's just, okay, it is what it is. So, um, we're happy. It's a lot of work. I, I'm being nice about it. Yes. We're, we're, we're exhausted, but, um, it, we knew what we were getting into and now it's starting to pay off. So it's super, super rewarding. So, and I expect 2021, despite COVID, to be even a more banner year, I'll, you know, m probably more matches. Um, and, and so we're happy about that. Um, Greg, why didn't you shoot this match? And uh, any live questions on your end? Why didn't I shoot the match? I didn't. No, Greg, why didn't, why didn't Greg shoot it? Why didn't? Oh. I, did, I didn't shoot this match because my mother is slightly paranoid of the COVID. And I'm more worried about her having a heart attack or a stroke than getting COVID. 
And I figured if I told her I got on an airplane and flew across the country, she would probably have a stroke. So I was a good son. And instead, I sat here and I watched Greg Moore post awesome pictures all weekend and go live on Facebook. So I felt like I was at the match. But I yeah, dude. So guys, let, let's give, can we not give Greg Moore a shout out for really dude, getting it done? Greg I mean, Moore, I, yeah. like, I wanted to be there so bad. And you made me feel like I was there. Also, my boss yelled at me a lot because he'd look over and I was supposed to be doing something. I'm like, hold on, Greg's live. Chill out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is funny. Yeah. The sad thing is I, I actually physically had to grab his camera because he's taking compromising pictures of me. Welcome new- to PRS. Yeah, like I mean, Greg, like sure, I've been retired from the military for, for nine months. Like sure, I put on a few LBs. Not not a big deal. Like, we don't need to capture it at the worst angle. So now I know how you girls feel because Greg is not kind whatsoever. Did you see oh the God. picture Jacqueline of called him out. She was <laughs> like, Jesus, Greg. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I didn't see that. What did he do? Jackman or something? It's not that bad of a picture, but she has a weird look on her face, and he posted it, and she's like, "Jesus, Greg!" And he's like, "Sorry, I didn't think you'd be happy about that one when I saw it." And she's like, yeah, "So, Greg, I think he's living on thin ice. I mean, everyone loves him, but like, that's a that's a, a quick love hate relationship if he gets sporty with it. Uh, you know, with all his different uh, techniques that he's got. So, so." One of my first matches, I was staying in an Airbnb with all girls, and I was being the nice guy, and I'm like, hey, I'm going to tag you guys in the pictures on, online that I found of you in, the, in, this, in this little thing here. He almost died. I learned very quickly, you do not tag a female in a, in a Greg Moore. It was me and Regina and Ray, wasn't it? Yeah. And he was tagging us in, like, all the pictures, and we're like, dude, don't tag me in that. Then it puts it on my page. Like, it's bad yeah. enough that it's on the PRS you know, Southeastern page. So now, now that I'm getting more savvy on your guys's, uh, your, your little podcast here, your little, your show here. Uh, I just saw that Joe Walsh or Joey missed you out in, in uh, Utah. You got to get to that match. And then I saw Buzz. Buzz is one of our uh, regional directors in the Midwest, which is probably one of the most organized and, and, and tremendous amount of growth other than the North. The Northeast this year is crazy growth. Um, but I want to take a shout out to not, not just Joe, I miss Joe, then obviously Buzz, um, for doing such a good job as a volunteer position at PRS. So I want to give a little shout out as I get more comfortable. And then obviously Brian, Brian just joined. I saw that. So don't say anything more about how good the Hornady match is. We don't want to, we don't want to blow up his ego. I know the next year will have to be like three inch targets. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I will say that whenever they were trying to fix the mover, uh, Michael Olson, who posted the great video, he's sitting there with the stuff lined up on our targets on the other side, waiting for us to start his camera and all. And I turned around and I'm watching through the binos because I was like, dude, if they don't fix that mover, I'm going to be so mad because that's the only stage I did good on so far. And so I'm like watching them through the binos and I'm like, this is what you need video of. Cause it was like two people down there. And then a third people ran a third person ran down there to fix the mover and then a fourth and then a fifth. So the video that he just posted today on his page has a little snip of the five of them down there trying to fix the mover. And then Brian on the little green bike and George on the four wheeler going back up the thing. Yeah, see, I didn't know it. It went down cause we shot the day before in a good old torch, you know, of course he was sitting off the side and, you know, I'm sitting there shooting USA's like film and I'm, I'm talking to Cole, a couple of guys squad. Hey, this is what we want to do. I think the wind's pretty consistent. Just 
you know, I'm going to dial it in because it was super weird angle. The mover was not parallel at all. And it was very deceiving. I'm like, you know what, man, usually I'm not a dial guy. Let's dial for this thing and, and just shoot it pretty consistent. Cause there was a lot of width. You, you remember Jen, right? So mm-hmm. we did it and good old torch was like, Oh no, you, you, you shot that one inside the forest. And I kind of, I kind of shook him down. I'm like, no, sir. From my angle, I was inside the orange line. <laughs> uh, so like, you're that shooter yeah dude i'm like hey dude i'm shaking you down because from my angle that thing was moving and it was and i hit it and and anyway but i still he gave me a nine so but i love torch ryan hansen says that it was truly an awesome match for sure and i think in response to when you were saying that vibrant and them did not come he said it was too much wind for them well that's up to, to them and and you know they got their you know we'll, i'm sure we'll see them later they're good shooters we missed them uh, you know, Clay put a really put a clinic on. So, hats off to him. I don't think anyone was was too close. Everyone else was kind of fighting second through. Uh, yeah, next and, year we're gonna tie him up in a portage on and not let him come out. Yeah, he he he, he did good. He, he, well, he blew the off. curve. So, <laughs> and and that's the challenge for the match directors. It really is. I mean, we talk about these things, and we, you know, I look at it, and and as a peer instructor and a match director, as a shooter, I love it because I could come essentially untrained. I don't shoot nearly as many matches and I can finish in the top 10 with the guys um, just based off experience or might not be able to do that in a very close match, you know? Um, So, you know, it's up to Brian and George to find that balance to, Hey, I want the most challenging match in the nation, but I don't want to cross shoals. I saw a lot of guys and I tried to pick them up from the East coast, from the, um, from the Southeast, from the Midwest, my gosh, you have three dimensions. It's, maybe it's my military background, whatever. It, you have three dimensions. You're not used to it. And that creates so much self-induced stress on these guys. Excuse me. And it really hurt them. And, and they underperform to how they usually shoot. And I'm like, guys, that's normal. This is a good rep for you. If you, you want to be good in, this, in the East Coast, you want to be good in the Midwest, you want to be in the Southeast, you want to be in the Central, whatever it might be, awesome. But if you want to be good nationally you got to have that you have it in your kit bag to be able to come out identify targets find trade features shoot call for the wind and, and have different wind calls all the way across in the 360 span that's that's tough to do we, we don't get that a lot out east because of our trade so um a lot of guys in our squad and and i try to pick them up my hey guys this is this is the rep that you need and i don't think they'll realize it until they shoot some more matches it'll make them a better shooter so it's good Oh, I was kind of thinking at the end of day one, I need to find a new hobby. It was bad. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, and that's my worry is a lot of guys come, they, they underperform in their score. But I think, I honestly think George and Brian have it, have it right in the sense of, of what the match is. You know what it is um, and, and come, come play and come prepared for, for a gut punch because that's what the match is. And I don't think it's going to affect the numbers. I like it in the PRS uh, portfolio, if you will. I think it's important to have. We don't, we don't want things to be the same. So if it was me, I'd say, hey, more things, you know, keep doing the same and let them look at the numbers and, and kind of do that. So Chad uh, Heckler just said he's never been so happy to get seven out of 12 on a stage than when he was at that match. That's true. Yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of dudes who are like, all right, man. Well, dude, I'll take, I'll take a six on that one. I'm just like, bro, that had 12. Awesome. The rocks with the three targets that were kind of like spanned across that were hard to see. Yeah. 
uh, I had heard everybody at dinner the night before talk about those rocks and and I mean good shooters had zeroed it and done so bad and I was like that was our first stage of day two and I had done horrible on day one I was like oh my god I got off that stage I got a four I said I'd never been so happy to get a four in my time <laughs> <laughs> uh, that sounds like fun all right so changing gears from the hardest match in the PRS to something a little bit more beginner friendly I'm not sure if you remember your first time on the shooter's mindset. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that I was still a professional viewer at the time, but I asked the question. I said, Hey Shannon, are you going to do some rimfire stuff? I hear it's really fun. Yeah. And, uh, you said no and crushed my soul. Cause I said, absolutely not. Right. Yeah. So yeah. who convinced you what happened? What's coming? Well, it, it was a process. Um, but you know, when I started, when we assumed the PRS, I, I really, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I was like, okay, I, I, like more than importantly, I, you know, maybe some the, the leadership experiences and the, and the dynamic leaderships that I was influenced in the military, but I'm like, hey, this is a little bit more, in my religious background, whatever, it is a little bit more of a calling. If I'm going to assume this position, you know, I, I, there's some significant amount of responsibility don't want to divide. Yes, I, I need to keep true to the PRS and, and the organization, but I don't want to divide. And, and, so our, and, and also, we had significant, um, there was significant neglect in some of the, you know, processes and, and systems in the PRS that needed to be fixed. So it was kind of like, hey, we're going to do what we're going to do. We're going to do it well. We're going to fix it. We're going to regain the trust of the community, which we have. And then, and only then will I even consider it. So, and I don't like, I'm not one of those guys. I'm like, like a teasing guy. Like, well, maybe late. Maybe it's like, no, either we're doing it or we're not. So, and I also wanted it to try to work some, some things to kind of unite the community that, that, that failed. That's fine. And, and it's unfortunate, but now, um, you know, they, they see like, Hey man, we like call, call our bluff. Like look what the PRS is now just after 18 months and compared to 18 months ago. So, um, so what we did essentially, um, you know, we, we kind of put that off. We, we fixed, we're not fully fixed. We have some structural issues in, in the one day series that we're going to have to monetize a little differently. That is a huge, huge beast. There's nothing bigger in the precision rifle world than the one day series. That is not self-sustaining that, that bleeds, um, from a two day series, which I think is unfair to the, the professional shooters. Um, so we're going to look at that at the end of this year. It might mean we might lose some 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 uh, some clubs, and that's okay. They're probably just using us um, and not really giving back or not really promoting the, the the sport, other than just benefiting from it. But at the end of the day, um, that's really the last thing I need to quote unquote fix in my eyes without getting too deep into it. And so I and then in the meantime, I kept getting hit up like, "Hey, this this these other series and this is so flawed, and this this is where the sport's going to go." Like, please put your infrastructure, you know, the leadership, the sponsors, put all this stuff behind it. And I'm like, okay, like I'll I'll do it, guys. I, I wanted to give some other organizations a chance that we, we don't want to work together, not a problem. Um, I, I did everything I could, and so. I, we started putting the word out. I think around Shot Show that we were entertaining it. Um, some of those organizations reacted, it's not going to matter. Um, and, and so right now behind we are, I just today actually 
submitted to the, to the committee, which is probably 20 to 30 industry people, mass directors, shooters, you know, we got Lapula in there, Ruger, Rep, I mean, there's just a bunch of people. And the response that we've had has been enormous. It's just incredible. Like, hey guys, we haven't even figured out the sponsorship part of it and, and people are asking. And, and so there's a bunch of good people behind that rimfire um, thing that, that are contributing. They probably don't think they're doing much, but they actually are doing a bunch. Um, and essentially we want that PRS feel exactly Jen and, and everybody, what we got when we go to these matches in, in a PRS format, um, without all the, the babysitting or the restrictions and, and, and really kind of empower the, the, the match directors to, um, uh, you know, let give their shooters what they want, just like the PRS does. And, um, I, I have a feeling we're already beta testing some match, some, some clubs, um, and I think it's going to be, um, it's it, already, it's incredibly well, well uh, received. And I think it's going to change the dynamics and really support the, the rimfire sport. And not just locally, you know, in the U.S., like a lot of the international stuff. We got a note from Ukraine today. So our international, we've been a big focus on this year, um, is a lot of these countries can't have center fire because of the laws. So the, the rimfire actually makes it even more, attainable for them. So, so we're happy and I'm prepared for your questions on, on, on the dynamics of that guys, if, if you want to transition to that. Um, I think Sorry, it's a good, my mouth it's, froze up. it's a good <laughs> gateway for sure. Rimfire is an excellent gateway into the, into the PRS, I believe. Yeah. I love 22 because there's like in three gun, I could be like, Hey, you know, Johnny from work, come shoot a match with me. Well, I don't have a gun. Well, you can shoot my gun. Like PRS, you can't really do that. I mean, I can barely afford my own barrels. <laughs> so, and my chamber jobs, you know, so it's not like you can just bring somebody to a match and just hand them a gun. Or I mean, some people can, but I don't have the, the money to do that. But with 22, you can invite somebody and share the same gun. So it's such a good gateway to get new mm -hmm. shooters involved and let them see the fun of it. Yeah, and I've been running a 22 series here for most of the year now. We started at the end of last year, and it really has been awesome just because the I could literally say, you know, the last match I had three people from work. I'm like, y'all show up, you know, I'll have my gun, and this other person has a gun, and between all those, we'll be able to do it. And it's not, you know, it's not like hopping into a two-day match or even hopping into a club-level match where – Right. Oh yeah. You know, you need a hundred dollars worth of ammo, $200 worth of ammo. And you know, then you can shoot my rifle maybe, but we got to make sure we're on the opposite end of the squad. You know, it's like, yeah, come and give me, you know, 15 bucks for ammo and you can shoot. Yeah. And you're, and you're match. there. Yeah, 30, and you're, $35. You shot your own match, your, your first match and you're hooked. So yeah. That's a great thing about it. And, and it is. And, that, and, and I don't know who said it, but they're oh, it's a good gateway. And actually, um, I, I don't know if it is, there, there'll be some, um, there'll be some crossover, sure, because shooters like shooting um, wherever they can. I don't necessarily see it as a feeder to the one-day or the PRS. Like the one-day series is a feeder to the two-day series. Um, there'll be crossover, there's no doubt. There'll be cross-polarization. Um, but there's a lot of people that, that just – that's what they want to do. Mm -hmm. and they don't want to travel, and it's just they don't mind spending – money on their equipment to whatever level it is. But so it is going to reach, is, is it going to expand the footprint of, of the PRS as a, as a uh, action sport um, organization, you know, significantly. 
you know, we understand that we're actually doing it as a, um, a, a break even type type adventure um, and, and not looking, you know, to necessarily monetize it. We definitely want to get it to pay for itself. Like everything that we do, mm -hmm. it pays for itself. The, 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 um, the, uh, the 22 pen um, pays for itself. It will do because of structure. The, um, uh, the one day match, the one day matches are regional series. We need to, we need to address a little bit and that'll be a little, little bit of scar tissue, but we'll do that. Um, and it's good for the sport. And I always lead it yeah, 18 months now that, you know, we have our, our two year, our five year, 10 year kind of plans and emphasis that we're working on. Um, and I always look like if I die tomorrow, what does the sport look like? Can someone pick up what I do? Is it sound? And so everything I do, I want to make it sound and self-sustaining um, for the shooters. Um, it doesn't need to turn a profit. The one, our original series doesn't, but the, the rim fire will. Otherwise, we won't do it. And it's much, much easier now when I say, hey, Rimfire guys, all these guys in the committee, hey, we're just going to charge you three bucks per score. Hey, guys, we're just going to charge you. Um, there's nothing else for you guys to pay three bucks per score. Hey, you get all these benefits that no one else gives you. And, and we looked at IPDA, we looked at all the pistol sports, all the action sports. They're all nonprofits and they're cheaper than, than what we're doing. I'm like, okay, we got the right thing um, because we're keeping, we're being incredibly lean going to share our social media profiles. We're going to share our, our initiatives and, and, and web, we're, we're borrowing coding from our center fire, which is what we want to do anyways. Easy to nest those two things because people want to shoot PRS style matches because of the practical, the tactical, the hunting type flair mm -hmm. in these matches. So the scoring, a lot of the rules will be similar and we're not going to get in the way of the match directors. We're simply going to empower the match directors who they want to do. They've been screaming about it since I've started. And that's what we're doing. And the response has been awesome. So in fact, they won't leave me They call the guys in the committee, like Shannon, we get a match on the 18th. Can I count? I'm like, guys, like we haven't even pushed out the concept to anybody. Um, and I'm like, yeah, we can, but geez, guys, you know, take it, take it easy. So um, I was about to say, what is this? What's the, what are the matches going to be like? So, so see, it's really, there's nothing revolutionary. There's no, nothing's going to wow you, but it's essentially like, Hey guys, like I, as an organization, the PRS is not going to get in the way and tell you what to do. You know, if you need that, well, there's other series out there. Go in the little pistol bay and shoot five stages, hundred yards. And cool. You have your niche, but there's the majority want much, much more. And uh, they want to expand their equipment. They want to stretch whatever equipment they have, whether it's production or limited level to, to open level um, and the ammunition and their optics. And they want to do They want that practical. They want that PRS flair. Um, I, I wish some of the Oregon horses would have offered it, but they, they, they really didn't. And they did in a limited manner, um, probably due to limitations of logistics or infrastructure, or whatever. And we don't. And so we're, we're going to give it to them. And the response so far is, 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 is incredible. So, um, we're going to be very open, very welcoming to guys if they want to do it. Um, and it's going to be for a lot and might not be for some, and, and that's okay. There's, there's room for everybody in the shooting sports. Um, and I think most match directors are going to, yeah, I mean, like, like uh, William said, yeah, they're going to stretch it out to two, 250, 200 yards, 300 yards, whatever. Guys, I, I'm not going to sit here and tell the, the, the rimfire match directors what they need to do. Guys, tell you, you guys know best. You're the match directors. You're trying to cater to your clients, which are your shooters, and challenge them in, in realistic and practical manners. And that's what we're going to do. And it's really that, that simple. Um, so, 
um, it'll look like a, a, a PRS event with, with Rimfire, you know, but you could do it in anyone's range as field that has a hundred yards or 250 yards, 300 yards, 400 yards, whatever they want to do. So, um, so the match directors can make them have their own flavor, kind of like PRS. I mean, you kind of know what kind of match you're getting. If you go to K&M, you kind of know what kind of match sure, you're getting yeah, we, if you go to MPA. Like, if you go out to yeah. the Hornady match with Brian Sykes and George, you know kind of what you're going to get. Um, it, it's different. They all have a different flavor to them, which is what makes it fun to shoot the different ones. Sure, so and they'll, they'll be all that, be different. Yeah, and there'll be that standardization in scoring and rules, and it will look very similar. When I was working with the committee, I'm like, guys, like it has a purist name to it. We want to maintain it. Yes, we want those different flavors. K and M and the grind is much different than Hornady, and it should be. Mm-hmm. But it absolutely should be so across the country. But you know, they're both highly professionalized matches run extremely well. And that's what we want in the sport. That's what we want with the 22. And and, and the match directors are going to get it. They're going to make mistakes, sure. You know, and, and, and in areas like the Southeast, which is where probably the strongest in organization, the center fire, we're probably the weakest when it comes to 22. And I expect to see a lot of different venues, not the K&Ms, which it does, might not make sense to run a 22 match. Of course, we, we'll, we'll run one if, if somebody wants to be the match director for it. Absolutely. But there'll be a bunch of different, and that's the, the cool thing about the run fire. It's much more accessible to the masses. Um, sure, there's going to be a gear race, um, and, and there's going to be that stuff. But we'll have, we're calling it production to, to kind of nest with the PRS but it's really a limited class. Hey guys, we're, looks like we just decided it's $1,500 for optic and glass combined. Um, we call it productions just so it's the same. Um, and, and we'll have the similar categories to PRS. We'll have to score it. The really unique thing is when I look at the rimfire and study it, like the regional things are awesome. People want that. They want to compete regionally and they want to compete nationally. But for the majority, I mean a very high majority, they're, they're shooting at a, at a club or maybe a few clubs. And so um, we really focus our, our efforts on the club. So when they're a club and they sign up, they will have their own internal series for free, essentially. I mean, they'll pay their $3 ahead. This, for the, this, the remainder of this year, it'll be free. And then we'll start charging in, in 2021 to help guys kind of transition. Um, the, um, they'll have their, their scores tracked, and they'll be able to decide if their finale wants, you know, times one match, times two match. And everyone scores in those clubs, whether they're a member or not, will be able to see that. So it's really catering to those match directors. Hey, guys, don't worry about the logistics. Don't worry about the scores. That's what you're paying for. We'll help you with that organization, that infrastructure. And and at Rimfire level, it just makes sense because that's where the majority of the shooters are, are going to shoot. So we're really going to cater towards that. But we'll still have that PRS flair at the regional and, and, and national level. Let me hit a couple live real quick because we've had some live come in during that, and then we're going to go over to our giveaway, then back to 22. Um, Gina said she got her decades-long best friend interested in center fire through rim fire and over her fear of firearms. Now she wants to be her am at the grind 2021. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Shooting sports, the the cross-pollinization, you know, is phenomenal. And and that's ultimately why we did it. We, we, I mean, in a sense, we we didn't want to – we need to clean some things up in the PRS that we inherited. Um, we have, we, we didn't want to create division. Um, and it, essentially we got, you know, told by our clubs, by our match directors, by, by the country, 
hey, this is unacceptable. We need more. And so we said, fine, we'll, we'll do it. Um, you know, and, and, and now we're, you know, the funny thing is, is I think the PRS has, has built such goodwill. We have not even considered or really penciled together a sponsorship kind of packet like we did for the, the, the center fire series. And that the sponsors are always like, Hey, not only do I want to be a part of it, I want to be on the committee to help shape it. And so to me, I look at, I look at Julie, of course, she's, she's not on here. She's busy working right now, but, and, and what she's done with the PRS and the sponsors and what she's, and how she's, she's structured that with, with my help and really how she's executed that to build those relationships. And it's super, super powerful. And that's what the industry needs. And that's what we're going to do with center fire or sorry, correction with, with room fire. And it's, um, it's going to be exciting time. It'll take time. There'll be some, some bumps in the road. We'll polish it rapidly and be flexible. Um, and um, we'll, we'll maintain the, the high excellence that we have on the regional series and the, the two-day series. We've got the AG Cup this year that's just crushing it. And and I don't hear the, 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 the big pro shooters, the top 50 guys complaining too much because now they got an itch. And, and um, we, I, I'm very happy um, and, and, and still soliciting feedback on what's kind of going on what the feedback is and and i think even with this cheating scandal which i'm sure we're going to talk about this hour um the response from that not just from our community but i'm seeing guys that i don't even know that are big names and in, in pistol and and, and communities be like hey this is how an organization handles business so um you know we're lucky we got good people on staff we got julie she's a, she's a rock star you know we got christy's christy and travis and and all our it's christy hembry by the way yeah why would you think it was Christy somebody else? You called her Christy Sutton earlier. Oh, oh, yeah, a, you slipped up. Yeah, I caught I mean, it, but I was like, I'm not gonna oh, say nothing. Yeah, but she caught it and she said something in the comments. Me? I'm sorry, Christy. I'm sorry. Um, and and her jewel just just crushed things. So, you know, we we're we're, we're jamming it and we're blessed. I mean, we got COVID and all this stuff going on, and and um, shooters still want to shoot, and we're. We're getting out of the way and we're, we're staying in the way when we need to. And I think we're, we're finding it pretty good. Not perfect, but we're finding a pretty good balance. Hey, um, George has a very important question he wanted me sure. to ask. Um, so he wants to know how you got the nickname Python. Oh, really? So, so yeah. So, <laughs> so he had a, a client or a girl and, 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 um, she, we met in a match in Texas and, and I was this is not going to end well. I can't, yeah, it's not going to end well. So I, I'm not the most, <laughs> right? So look, I don't, I don't like it. You know, I'm super nice, super caring, but I'm just, you know, like pleasantries. Like, come on, man. I don't like fake stuff. So anyway, we were supposed to link up and I was supposed to help her out. Well, I, I'm not going to take the first step. Right. And you know, I'm a married guy or whatever. And, and she was there and George, said, well, how did you talk to her? He would have helped you out, which, which I would have, of course I would have. And he's like, and she was like, I don't know. He was so scary looking. He looked like a python. So, so George, and that, that has lived with me forever. That's why that rear bag from Tom and Armageddon gear is named the python. It's kind of been an on-running joke amongst, you know, my, my team Gap for, for a long time. And I gotta be so mean. Gosh. Yeah. George is, they have no, uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so. That's funny. Oh, I think we have a giveaway, don't we? We do, we do. So, where's that Somebody's screen share button? Somebody's going to win some cool stuff. Yeah. There we go. 
We had a big giveaway, Applied Ballistics. A lot of entries. Appreciate those who entered this one. It's not going to be as easy to win this one as it was last week. Tell you that. Yep. So here's kind of the odds. Here's kind of the picture of our uh, giveaway package. It's the whole media bundle with a free T-shirt and everything from Applied Ballistics. Literally more knowledge than you, than you could ever imagine inside of uh, one box that shows up on your door. It's a very heavy box, by the way. Um, so we ended up with 117 entries. So we're going to go ahead and random generate a number now. Number 88. Um, let's see. JC Boyd. Yay. Congratulations on being our winner. There we go. Congrats, JC. JC, there you go, man. There you go. Reach out and give us your info and messenger so we can get you your so package over to you. I just need to say, as you send out free stuff, Christy Henry is a rock star. Yeah. It's integral to what the PRS does, so we want to give her a shout out to Henry. There we go. Sorry. That's right. There we go. And we All have right. another we have another big giveaway planned. I don't know if you didn't if you missed the end of last episode, we were going to give away an IWI to Vore TS-12 shotgun, courtesy of the folks over at IWI here. We're just, we wanted to run this one, and then we're kind of going to start another one, figure out how we're going to do it. But that's up and coming here on a future episode of The Shooter's Minds. It could be next week. I don't know. It could be two weeks from now, but we'll see. We definitely got that in the pipeline and coming here. Um, giveaway's done. All right. Uh, any live or we're going to the scandals scandals let's hit the scandals we already all right so it's kind of been the big buzz around the prs lately um ars picked up on it like 0.38 seconds after it happened and sure. ran <laughs> with it um so i was at the collis match and and there was a little cheating incident that happened um but it seems like everybody was really happy with the way you handled things because it was very, I think everybody at first was like, how are they going to handle this? You know, it took a couple of days to get it out, but I think it's because y'all were doing your due diligence of investigating it and not just throwing out ideas of what you thought happened, which I thought was really good that you took the time to really thoroughly go through. And then you sent out this presentation that like, I mean, it would like rival master's level dissertations great <laughs> but it was like long we were driving home from the match and i was driving and i was like i told i, I saw it on my phone i'm like craig i can't read this and drive read this out loud and i made him read it word for word it was really kind of funny it was like, it was like 30 minutes in and i'm like and i scrolled down i'm like this is 10 pages <laughs> yeah, yeah. but it was, I think everybody really did, honestly, all joking aside, appreciate that y'all did a thorough investigation and then you were very transparent with it. You didn't hide any of it. So kind of tell us what went on and how you plan to handle issues like this in the future. Is this what we can expect every time something happens? Um, well, so here's the thing. I think anyone that has any and, and maybe it's just the officer side of the house. I'm sure I got a little, uh, maybe I've lost my credibility. You could ask George, but, or Sykes, one of the two, because I wasn't listed, but any junior officer that gets pegged with the 15, like if that was a 15, six investigation in the army, I would have got ripped apart by a battalion commander or brigade commander, right? Like, oh, it's not good. Enough. You know? Um, so I kind of took that approach of, of, you know, from very 
good leaders kind of mentoring me and not just legally, but within procedurals and, and, and doing the right thing and, and taking that influence and, um, and, and finally, okay, I can't make this too long at the same time. So I, I think the majority of people are like, that's awesome. It's very transparent. It's detailed enough. Um, and it, um, it, it basically instilled, it, it, it brought confidence a part of the leadership of the PRS and, and to handle these type of incidents. Ideally, we don't have them. Um, we set the rules and our procedures within the mass directors to enforce that it doesn't happen. But for every action, i.e. we'll make a correction this year, which we did, like, hey, we're going to put some, some more rules or, or more procedures attached to RO option three, which is where we self-score, which is the majority of, of the PRS matches at the regional level. Um, but there will always be a um, those that want to just get tempted and, and want to cheat the rules and, and, and get compromised and compromise themselves. So it'll always be a yin, it'll always be a, a, a cat, kind of count and mass, cat, count and cat and mouse type game. And so we're always trying to stay ahead of it. Um, and ultimately, it's a master responsibility. That, that, that I think the good thing and the bad thing for me was this was at my match. I was also the match director and, and the PRS directors. And, and it was also one of my shooters. So for me, it was, how, how am I going to handle this? And I think, unfortunately, a lot of people would have been like, oh, they would try to swipe it in the rug. That, that is not how I'm going to do it at all. Good, bad, or ugly the best thing you could do, the truth will always set you free. Just tell the truth, good, bad, or ugly. And so I think yeah. you're, I think it was evident to even um, at the shooters at the award ceremony when you didn't disclose a lot, but you disclosed enough to address it. Sure. And I think it was very evident to everyone that it was very personal to you. Well, yeah. So a lot of people, so I'll tell you, maybe it's not the best analogy, but the, the squad that, 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 the, the shooter was on basically had Stockholm syndrome. They were looking at me when I talked to him in the interview, like you've lost your mind. It's crazy Shannon again. Right. And like he, he there's no way that, that this shooter could have done that. And I'm like, guys, I, I could guarantee you that I have this information and more and I've caught the shooter in a lie. Trust me. I, I have all the interest in the world, not to let my mask get tainted, not to let the PRS get tainted, not to let K and M instructors get tainted. But this is this is a violation of that significantly, um, like significantly, and um, and there's only one way to handle it. They're, they're, like the thing is, is the sport is much bigger than Kingdom. The sport is much bigger than Shannon K. The sport is much bigger than one match. And you want to ruin it? Cool. Violate the trust of of the average shooter. And so, you know, what we did is, is I just I'm like, okay, I'm gonna treat this like in this investigation. I've done plenty of them in, in a lot of different situations. I've been part of them um, as being investigated um, because of not not a negative way, just so I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of investigations done done, and it takes time, and someone has to remove their emotion. So you mentioned ARS or this or that. I'm like, okay, that's fine. That's an outlet for people. It attracts certain people. It's funny. But it's not the professional, it's not the, the, any kind of manner that, that that's going to be there and that's fine. As long as it's not hurting the sport, cool, phenomenal outlet. But what, needed to, what we needed to have was facts. What we needed to have was an investigation. And we did that. Unfortunately, I think it, 
probably till close to those two weeks because every single shooter, hey, this guy helped a shooter during a one-day match, and this young lady won a match, and this shooter helped him, helped her, sorry, and I need to look into that. So there were some things. I looked into every single thing because I didn't want uh, a person or two, and I'm sure there's more that we don't know about, actions, taint a sport, which a lot of people depend on, industry, people, shooters, match directors. And so that burden falls on us and um, really on me as a director to step up. So I posted very little. I posted what we needed. It was unemotional. Um, camps got divided very rapidly. Um, essentially, hey, this person should be banned for life. Um, I looked at the rules that was published and it was like, hey, this is what we have in the rules. And I took the emotion out of it. There's people that were, you know, maybe more forgiving in a sense and, and wanted a path to redemption. Um, and I, I used the match directors. I used the committee, uh, the two-day match director committee. And, um, you know, we, we, we went ahead and, and um, I presented that to them. And they, hey, what do you guys think? Is this, is this complete? Do we need anything else? Is what's going on? Because they're the ones that, in, that basically have um, influenced the rules. And we published it to, to everybody. And I only answer to my sponsors and, and members. And we published it on the membership page. A lot of guys, so, not a lot, but some guys didn't like that we published it um, publicly. And my guys, I, I answer to my sponsors and I answer to my master directors. And I answered to the shooters that pay membership and they all have that information. Um, and of course we didn't hide it. I know that went everywhere because we had guys from what was it? USPSA or IPDA were like, I wish like, look at this report. This is the standard of how you handle a cheating. So that made us feel like, Hey, we did the right thing. What I saw yeah. was USPSA and there's been a lot of criticisms about some uh, multi-gun specifically cheating mm -hmm. incidents that were, everybody on here knows what I'm talking about, mm -hmm. but we're not necessarily handled as they should have been. And people feel like it was kind of swept under the rug and not transparent. And I think people get very bitter about it because people take this sport, people don't do this sport because they get money or they, they do it because they love it, right? Mm -hmm. This is our sport. Like everybody feels like we own it a little bit, right? Um, whether it's USPSA or PRS, it's kind of well, sure. a shooter owned kind of thing that you we love it. exactly like that was to me it wasn't getting it right like i i, I got it right the day up you know shooter please pack your stuff one take my jersey off get off my property and leave the match i i had shooters jen that told like whoa shannon has lost his mind like everything, because, you know, other organizations, whatever it is, they, they want to play like Shannon's crazy. I'm actually not. I do everything very thoughtfully. Do I have a temper? Sure. Maybe a touch. Am I competitive? Mm, slightly. You know so, what I'm saying? A little bit. You know, just a touch, right? That's where you go. And so, um, but I knew this was important and much bigger to me. So, you know, we did it right. And a lot of shooters actually called me afterwards. Hey, Shannon, I really had the bad thought, but now all this information it was out. I'm like, yeah, guys, you know what? we have a problem I think in our society and maybe in the sport a little bit is that we live on Facebook too much. If it didn't take place on Facebook, it didn't happen. Guys, that's not what the PRS is about. We'll use Facebook as a communication tool, as a promotion tool, very effectively, but the series, the sport investigations, these type of things will not happen on Facebook. You will not get my attention on Facebook um, for the improvement of the sport will, will happen unemotionally through email, through phone calls, through conversations, through investigations, 
through committees, whatever it may be. Um, and I really think that we've been pretty good about attempting to change the culture on that. It still pops up from time to time. But if you look at it now from 18 months ago, it is remarkably improved. And sure, do we, did, did it was, did I take a lot of lumps for it? Yeah. But you know what, when I signed up for it, I was like, Hey, dude, I'll burn that capital. And now I have tremendous more respect um, and all these incidents. And I think it's important. And so now people trust the PRS. People looked at the PRS as an example across action shooting sports. And, um, and, and, it, and it's a good thing. I, I really like to avoid this situation because it does taint the sport. It does taint the match, which was mine. And that's why I had to, and you were there, Jen, I had to say, people are like, I can't believe you said something at your match. I'm like, if I didn't say something at my match about it, that would be bad. Well, it's like what you said. You said, I mean, I feel like everybody here already knows about this. Y'all are talking about it. Is there anybody that doesn't know what I'm talking about? And like one poor soul in the back was like, <laughs> like what? 250 shooters, one poor soul. And then you just uh, said, ask your neighbor. They'll tell you, you know, because you knew everyone was already, I mean, there was already the behind the scenes. I had heard about it earlier so, in the day. Know, I can't even remember. You know, sta stage one. Tire yeah, stage. like our first stage that day, I, you know, I think we heard about it. So, I, I mean, don't know. do you know how hard it is for anybody to be like, hey, and he was all rowing, right? Get on the truck, go up to the head shed, I'll talk to you. Like, take your jersey off, leave the property. You're banned from the PRS for a year. So, you know, all these things happen. I think I, I'm pretty confident that the PRS, the committee, the, the match directors, and they all voted to wait, which I think is good because we all had the year. And I think anything that people would be upset about was, would be that, hey, that year long is, is not enough. And I think those, deci those decisions were made unemotional without an incident and without a name. And I think they also need to be made um, unemotional at the end of the year. And all the match directors agreed on that. They could, they could vote to change it right away. Mm -hmm. um, so that, um, that, that is fine. So I do think the, the mass directors might increase the rules a little bit and, and I'm okay with that in hindsight. Um, but I will always yield to what the published standards are. And, and we did that. Um, and I think, uh, um, you know, I think we, I think we got it right. I just, I don't want it to happen again. And, and if guys are thinking about doing it, like guys, you're, you're, you're going to get caught eventually. It's not worth it. Think bigger than yourself and don't tank the sport. You know, please don't. So how, and I don't know exactly how it went down and you can or cannot say exactly how it went mm. down, but how important do you think it is for fellow shooters to call out fellow shooters when they see things? I mean, I feel like so many of these things possibly are only caught because someone see, you know, you're shooting with someone all day long and you see things versus, um, you know, it's hard for a match director at the end to, to look at scores and see that something happened when they weren't there to watch them all the time. How important do you think it is for us to all police each other? I think that's the front line. That is the front line is us keeping each other in line. Like, Hey, Shannon, like, I know you think you hit that target, bro, but I, I was backing up the spotter. No, you didn't, you know, don't, don't shake. The, I, I think it's very important that, that shooters do that. Um, and that, and that we self-police um, the, the way the sport is structured, that there's not a lot of fix. There's not a, a two plus two equals four type answer to, to fix some of these things. So we do need to self-police, but we also can't go, you know, some of the second and third order effects of that investigation 
happened just a few weeks later up in the Northeast. And I'm not sure you guys are tracking that. So I don't want to get too into it unless you guys want to, but you know, then we have some, some shooters um, that have a lot of person and there's a little bit of truth. There's half truths, you know, there's, there's personal takes, there's perceptions, there's, well, I taught that guy to shoot or I taught that guy how to, um, you know, be a gunsmith. And now he's, you know, he, he surpassed me in the community in whatever capacity. So there's a lot of personal emotion or business emotion or money emotion or whatever. And then we want to go out and spread, you know, like, Oh, he's a cheater. No guys. First of all, if, if in the PRS, if a match director hasn't determined or the PRS hasn't, no, he's not a cheater. I mean, we had sponsors actually drop, um, you know, very, you know, prominent shooters um, just based off some, some Facebook posts. I, I don't want to get to that level. Of course, that's up to the sponsors. They can do whatever they want, but you know, this cancel culture, this, Hey, the social media uh, violence, if you will, is not, um, I, I don't want any part of the PRS in that. So yes, we handle it. We handle it appropriately, but you know what guys, like if there's something bad happening, check, check it out. If you call me, you're going to get an email back right away. You, if you call me, you're going to call back that day probably. Um, so to have facts, like remove emotion from it. Don't taint the sport because the local, you know, environment there. Um, so we do a lot of, you know, babysitting in a way, you know, unfortunately. And I think, um, you know, we get it right, but we're all humans. And, and at the end of the day, if we could, if we make mistakes across the board in the community and, and guys come together, which I think happened in this Northeast incident, cool. Let's all work together. Hey, you know, shooter, there's some perceptions here. We need to tighten up. Hey, you know, match directors, let's look at it. I posted it today in the match directors forum. Hey guys, something we're going to talk about at the end of the year. If you say there's a procedure in a match, hey, the stage, you have to shoot five positions, but Jen only shoots four because in the fourth stage, she has a mag malfunction, say what have you, and she gets stressed out and shoots two more. Well, in the same fourth position, does she just not count those two, which is pretty standard, or does she get a stage DQ? Well, me and you, Jen, we know that that's just, you just those last two shots won't count because you didn't move. Well, when the master director is a buddy and there's a, a bunch of underlying themes, you know, and then truth somewhere in the middle there or whatever. And there's, there's some, there's some emotion there. Um, you know, that becomes a problem and it boils up to the national level. Then we, we might get some third parties and, and, and trying to influence that. I, I don't want that. I, I want, you know, guys to, to be responsible, to, to, to work it out. And, 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 you know, if we have a hundred page rule book, rule book, I think it's bad for the PRS. The rule book grows every year. I don't want to do that like the other shooting sports. Um, but at the end of the day, we're made up of a ton of people, very competitive. There's business tied to it. There's shooting, there's fame. There's, you know, people in the PRS, we, we get in trouble in two ways, money or fame, unfortunately. And um, I think I'm the only one, of course, I'm on your show, so I guess not. I think I'm the only one that wants to hide under a rock and just shoot, you know, but instead I'm running the PRS. So, you know, I think... Um, you know, we'll, we'll get through those things and, and um, I'll, I'll get involved when, when I need to. But overall, like, I think the culture is so much better than a year and a well, half. Well, one of the things that I really liked in your um, dissertation was that you said, I think you did the math on how many shooters have shot and that only, you only found two people that had, that had had some 
issues where they had been a little dishonest. Um, but otherwise, like all these other scores, and I can't remember what the number was, it was thousands. Yeah. I want to say it was tens of thousands of scores had gone in that were completely not cheating. They, you know, and that's a testament to this sport. And I think it's what drew me to this sport and why I like it. It's a gentleman's sport. It is. Um, yeah, for the most can, part. So always, you know, statisticians are always, you know, they're full crap, right? Because they're always, you know, plug the numbers to, to benefit their, whatever their point they're trying to make. But I looked at it and I wanted people to know like, Hey guys, yes, this is bad. This is bad for the support. This is bad for me as a match director, Shannon K as a match director. This is bad for Shannon K as Cannon. This is bad for Shannon K as a PRS. I don't take it personally. I'm actually not, not that upset. I know human nature. I've led hundreds, hundreds, thousands of people. I, I contributed to leading those organizations. So I understand what good people will, will fall and, and do that. That's just, you know, you can get religious if you want, but at the same time, I wanted the shooters to know like, Hey, this is not widespread. There's a couple and there's two that we, we, we found and we talked to and, and we, we talked to and I treated them with the utmost respect and they were actually very appreciative. And, and in fact, most people in my position would be like, I can't believe you did this to me. I never really had that attitude because I understand they got carried away. Um, it doesn't make it right, but they got carried away with their competitive, um, their drive and, and, and they're not good for the sport and they got the punishment that they deserved. Me personally, as Shannon Kay, um, I hope they can recover and I hope the sport can forgive them and they can get back. I'm a, I'm a Christian guy. Um, I, I don't like to see all that, but they're, you know, half the camp is, would like to see their, their limbs and their arms and their legs ripped off and their ends spread to four corners of the United States. So there's just no divided camp, sir, and that's fine. Cool. We'll take a vote and we'll let the committee decide on, on, on what that is. There's a committee to allow them to come back. Um, should they choose? I think some might be trying, I, you know, I don't know. Um, but I, I, I'm open to that. But I also think, um, you know, the, uh, the, the, there was a few other people to be fully transparent that we did look into and we just couldn't find concrete evidence. And I didn't publish their names cause I thought that was pretty fair. There was two or three of them. And it wouldn't be fair to publish your names because we, yes, there was some oddity in some reports or in some practice score um, adjustments, edits, but we just couldn't find anything more than that. So we warned those shooters um, and, and we moved on because one of the biggest thing that we did in the investigation is not what we found and published, but basically we gave the tools like guys, we cannot track thousands of scores. We just can't. Hey shooters. If you think someone's being shady, talking to the practice score guys, here's how they want us to do it, is we self-police. If Jen has eight edits at a 10-state match at a one-day match and she was the RO, that's a problem. We need to look into that. You know, If she has one edit and, it, and, and she had a zero and then she had like a six on the stage, well, there was obviously someone new on that, on that iPad that just made a mistake and it got corrected. And so, um, so it was, it was, you know, it's an it, unfortunate event, but um, and anything bad, good will always prevail. And um, I think a lot of people have a tremendous amount of trust in the PRS um, committee, all the mass directors and, and the leadership that, that, I, that Jewel and I will do the investigation and we will do what's best for the sport because anything other would be catastrophic for the sport. Whitney Saunders has a great comment. He said, I am my brother's keeper. We should keep each other and hold each other to a high standard to show all shooters they are not bigger than the sport. 
I think that sums it up. Yeah. That and yeah, the fact that, that this yeah. was the exception, not the rule, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, well, well, well said, Shannon. And uh, you said a lot of good things in that right there, um, especially not getting the getting the emotions involved. Initially, it'll come up, and then everybody gets emotional before the facts come out. And then sponsors are pulling and, pe you know, people, I hate your guts. I'm not going to buy your product. You suck. All this type of name calling before the facts come out. And that's said about kind of life in general. That's a, kind of a broad, like, life statement. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, Everybody yeah. gets emotional. And I, I'll tell you, when, when this thing happened up in the Northeast, it was generally local. You know, the shooter had some things. He, you know, he was not cheating. He's not, he wasn't found cheating. I, you know, I looked into it. He had some perceptions that he needed to clean up, given the the, the caliber of the shooter and the and, and how well known he was. And he was, um, and there were some guys that were didn't didn't care for him. Some of his actions, that's fine. That's between them. The peer, I am not going to try to fix every little local. I don't like this guy. You know, competitive thing. That that's not what we want to get into. But it did bleed over into um, PRS and some sponsorship, and and I had to talk to some sponsors. The good thing is, is there was a lot of sponsors that are also PR sponsors that I had conversation with and we were on the same page and we didn't have to talk, talk about it. Um, it was very short conversations like, Hey guys, I just want to let you know, this is getting out of control. I, I don't want people to use social media and the term cheating as a weapon. We got awful, awful close. Um, I, I'm not judging the, the sponsor that wanted to, 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 to remove himself from that spot. That's fine. You know, I, I talked to them and, you know, apparently they said, well, you know, Shannon's just coming to PRS. No, not, not really. I don't need to cover the PRS because, again, the, the truth will always set you free. Um, but, you know, everyone has their reasons and they're, it's a free country. They can do what they like to do. Um, but I also don't want to set precedence uh, in our sport. Uh, the shooters will also look to me as a director to, 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 for, for fairness. And I'm not in charge of being fair, but I, I can't adjudicate the truth. And, and what's best for the sport. And I, and I don't want us to use social media against each other. Guys, just get out on Saturday and Sunday and just shoot a match. And, you know, like, it, it's always money or fame. And, um, but, uh, you know, I will burn the calories as a director and, and take the lumps, um, you know, to make sure I, I can't, I can influence a ton, a lot. I control a little bit. Um, but uh, we, we need to get it right and we need to be regional people need to lead and, and co-lead. And I need help from shooters and match directors for the health of our sport. Cause that's what we all want. We all have common goals. Let's not let silliness, jealousy, competitive nature, money, fame, get in the way of what's best for all of us at the end of the day. And we're doing a really good job, but every now and then we, 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 we stumble and fall together collectively and, and we'll pick up together. And that's why we're continuing to grow because because we're, we do it together. Well, there we go, Greg. Greg's going to bounce off of this one here. But back to some rimfire stuff, okay? That's the huge announcement here. So what does it take to start a rimfire series in your area? What support does the, you know PRS provide for new match directors of that game or of that division? Okay, so very quickly, in the next week or two, we will announce conceptually what the PRS rimfire is. Guys, think what the regional series is. Very similar rules. Minor tweaks in our classifications and, and all that. The big difference is, instead of keeping score on Google Sheets and just kind of doing it because 
you know, an organization might give you a, a course of fire. We will empower the clubs. Clubs, you guys set your, you tell, you set your own course of fire within the PRS parameters, which the committee has voted on. We will support you. You'll pay a small fee. You'll pay $3 per head. It will not be in 2020. That will only start in 2021. So 2020 is a transition period. Um, if the regionals directors, which uh, we have half of them already, there's not announced, um, want to have a finale, they can. There will not be a national finale in 2020. There will be in 2021. So we want to introduce the series, get it going, uh, get clubs on board, get them streamlined in our processes, and then roll those scores over into 2021. To be a club, it will cost you absolutely nothing. For every score you submit, in 2021, again, 2020 is free, you will pay $3 a head. What that gets the club is it gets them a page, it gets them on the counter, it gets them on the website, and it tracks their own internal club series. So whether their members are PRS from Fire members or not, every single person in that club, that $3 a score, goes into their club so they can have their own club standings. So, okay, Shannon, well, what's, why would I want to be a PRS Rimfire member then? So the guys that want to be PRS Rimfires members are the guys that want to compete at the potential regional level or just see where they stack up against the, um, them regionally. Um, and then obviously the regionally will feed a, a national finale at the end of the year. Um, so that is not, not very different than what we're doing on the one day and the two day series. Um, and all that information is coming out. There's actually, I think the website is already live in some capacity. If guys want to be a, a club, they're going to, when we announce it, we'll do that on social media. We will actually go out and, and launch that. Um, and they can sign up as a club and they can start submitting their matches and they can start, they can start doing it on the room fire page. There'll be a whole page dedicated, very similar to room fire. So we're, we're investing in the infrastructure, um, tailored toward the clubs, and then as a series, we'll promote the, the, the regional and national level. Regions will be the same to, to keep that commonality of the, the, the one-day series. Um, and then um, the national series will be a finale one, each and every year. Um, so that's pretty that, – that's kind of the high points. Um, so it gives us the rest of this year for, to get guys on board. Uh, a lot of guys ask, like, hey, like – you know, we're running this, you know, we're, we're doing like this, this NRL type thing, but it's just not enough. And we're always running extra stages. Guys, if you want to do both, that's between you and the NRL. I, I, I don't care. There's a, there's enough to go around. You know, if you want to pay two different kind of organizations, that's what your shooters want. I don't care. I don't know um, if it's, if the NRL is going to be okay with that. They might not want to. But they'll have a choice to make, to be frankly, like, hey, your, your match directors aren't happy. They, they want a little bit more. Um, you could either allow them to do that or you could allow them not to. Either way, that points to, you know, the, the, the PRS from fire and the infrastructure that we're going to give them. So, um, again, we don't want to divide. We're not – and you know, there's a lot of places. There's a lot of good in that. They, they could do that thing that's good. But – we're, we're basically answering to the, to the, the mass directors that want a little bit more freedom, less, um, less rules and empower those mass directors that, that want to give their shooters a little bit more than a cookie cutter hundred yard type, type thing. The fortunate part of that guys is, is, you know, you know, the, 
the NRL does have the NRL X and, and, but essentially by us doing what we're doing and we understand that, um, is, uh, it, it makes it, uh, not necessarily obsolete, but it makes it like, well, what's the point? Cause if all the PRS matches are the same, then, then why would we just do 30? So there's a, there's a, a, a conceptual, it's conceptually challenged for, for, for that aspect of it for once we do what we're doing. So we'll see how it works. Of course, I'm open to, to talk with those guys to, to, to try to unite. I've always have been, um, unfortunately as I have not been very successful, but, um, I, I can't keep ignoring the mass directors across the country that, that requests us to do something. It just, it's at some point it gets too, too much. And so we're excited to launch it. Um, we will put stuff out on social media. We are actually going to do it on our social media. Our regional pages are not just going to be regional centerfire pages, but the nest, the two concepts, we're actually going to, th those same pages with all those people and sponsors, we're actually going to, those regional pages are actually going to be centerfire and rimfire pages to have more exposure. So it's going to bring even more to those, um, to the shooting sports because we're not going to do it separate. That's going to be, um, that's going to be intentional. And so and no one knows that I'm announcing that, announcing that here. I didn't even tell the committee that, but we're going to, we're basically going to change the titles to those. And so when you go to the Southeast or whatever, central, whatever, Midwest, you'll see rimfire and you'll see centerfire on the same with thousands of people there to, of reach, which will help the match directors and help the sport. So if people want to cross pollinate, they can, if they just want to focus on one. Um, so, uh, and it also streamlines our processes to keep the cost down as well. Oh, there we go. We got a live one. Good one here that came in. Yeah. Um, so Johnny Sprinkley's, sorry, Johnny, you've asked a lot of good questions and we've somehow managed to miss all of them. Um, but he's asking if you need experienced match directors for 22 and can anybody start a series within their local club? So kind of once we get rolling with it, can you kind of go through what the process would be if Johnny wants to start a match, what he has to do? So guys, it, it's this simple. Hey, I have whatever amount of acres, five acres, 5,000 acres. I have a little bit of steel. I want to run a PRS 22 match. I want to give my local shooters a PRS style match with 22. You go on our website, you select a club. Well, I'll introduce you to the regional director. Once we see that, we'll approve you and we'll be like, hey, go run some matches. And then you'll go on our Facebook pages in those regions, advertise your matches. They'll be on the match. And it's really that simple. It, we, we are in the business of growing the sport. So I don't expect, like if you look at the Southeast, so you have Alabama, k and and I know Altus, you have these facilities, you have these, these things that are so big and, and so structured. Um, I don't expect, um, you know, a lot of that. I, I expect the 22 to be like, hey, you know, like the, the, the CMP down in Alabama, they, hey, we want to run this match. I expect different venues to pop up and different guys because they have, you know, a couple hundred yards and they can shoot 22 safely and, and get their insurance to, 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 to run this. And it, the, the, the approval will be like, absolutely, let us help you. Let's grow the shooting sports. Let's grow the action shooting sports. And um, so you don't need, do not get discouraged, guys. Like, send, submit a club. And the answer is yes, we will support you. We won't do the work for you. We'll support you. We'll give you our infrastructure. We'll do those things. The, 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 the risk and the reward is, is obviously all for you, but we're, we're there to support you. 
um, and let's grow it. And, and, and we're doing it rapidly. I, I can't even tell you, we probably have 40 clubs already that are, that are interested. And that, that, that's just the emails that we had like, Hey guys, we're not ready for you yet. Um, but you and know. I feel like if they need a lot of help, they can just email Julie. Well, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, it's so good, Julie. Like, <laughs> I mean, like if they don't know how to get it, get the club sure, started, and club, and they need help figured out how to get yeah. it on the. Hey, I think I they could. I want to submit a club. We will go through. We'll approve a club, and then next thing you know, they're like, "Oh my gosh, I'm a club." Okay, yeah, go post a match. Okay. Oh man, how do I be a match director? And that's why we're, we're, we get these volunteers to the regional match directors. Hey, let me help you. But when it comes to Rimfire, there's guys, honestly, that'll know a little bit better than I would. And so we're getting a lot of really good people in the, those, those positions, and they'll help them run their match and kind of talk about a course of fire. And, um, you know, it's fine. And, you know, guys, if they don't want um, – if, if they don't have the experience, we'll help them. But if they want, like, well, all that happens is a 100-yard bay, and I, I don't know the match. Well, you know what? There's another cool guys. Go do NRL 22. That's a good fit for you. We're, we're not trying to destroy that. We're trying to grow the PRS. We're trying to grow the action shooting sports. Some guys might have a phenomenal fit there and that's good. Go do that. But, um, and there's no problem with that, but the, I think there's a, a, a large majority that are like, okay, they're, they're independent right now. And as soon as I announced a committee, the response was crazy because I'm a big believer in Amazon committees. If two pieces of pizza, is enough to feed the committee or it's not functional. We have over 30 people. It's just stupid big. Um, and I, I didn't want to exclude anybody. So we put them on and they're, they're doing a phenomenal job. Some behind the scenes, some very vocal on it. Um, they're challenging Jewel, they're challenging me. They're, we're, we're trying to get it right. I think we're gonna have a really good product coming out and I expect that to come out in just the next few weeks. And we'll, we'll kind of cut our teeth this year. And then 2021, we're, gonna, we're really gonna push. And um, I, I can't keep those guys in the committee. They're like, oh, I need, a, I need a club. I want my old matches to count. And so the demand is, is, is crazy. So that's exciting. I, I think there's actually more, we'll see more numbers and more growth in that series in three years than we have in the center fire series, just because of the availability and the uh, feasibility for shooters, um, especially financially. So we'll reach a whole new de demographic which is very good for the PRS. Um, and uh, it's good. Um, Shannon, how – lives real quick. Go ahead. Um, so we got a couple people, uh, Greg Moore, John Sneed. They're asking if you're going to have a uh, super seniors division in the Room Fire series or if it's just for the kiddies. A super – we will have a senior division. But if John, who I've not seen much this year, tries to go to Room Fire – and she's room fire series, so the center fire series. I'm not going to buy any more of his data cards. You let John know that. Um, no, there won't, there won't be a super senior. We are we want to nest our divisions and our categories very very similar, um, so there's commonality uh, across the PRS. Um, that that is something that that are, that's my initiative, and I've kind of kind of communicated that to the committee. Hey, it needs to be very similar. It needs to have the similar feel, and, and we're. we're we're there. I think the only difference is really in production. And, and to be honest with you, for a Rimfire, we shouldn't call it production. It should be limited. Um, but we'll keep, the, we'll keep the same naming convention. Um, but it's, it's going to be a combined rifle and combined optic under 1500 for production. That's what it's going to be. That's what the, the consensus of the committee was. A lot of smart people there across the country. So 
Can we go any more live, Greg, or we're good? Yep, I Chris, got one. Christy go said that Tom Fuller says every grown man needs at least four pieces of pizza or they will be pissed. <laughs> well, that makes a pretty small committee. I guess it's, you know, that's what four people then. <laughs> so um, I think we get this question every Shannon K show, but it's a very good question. Uh, Danny just asked what the best way to get started in PRS is. Gosh, guys, whether it's our rimfire stuff that we're launching pretty soon, whether it's a, a large two-day match like the Horny match that just kicked off or the grind or whatever. Um, you know, this weekend we're, we got Drew up in West Virginia. There's 200-plus people. I mean, it's just the growth it is insane. Um, just get out, sign up for something. Don't ask the match director to come watch. Of course, the match director should absolutely come watch. They will. Sign up for a match. Go out there shoot up with a squad and, and, and go shoot that there's no better way. Yes. It's intimidating. Yes. It's, it, 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 um, can seem insurmountable, but you know what? There's, I can't tell you, I haven't shot a match in a long time and I can't tell you how much I was helping our squad, whether it was Ashton or Cole, you know, which I, you know, who does a lot of stuff with, with the PRS and, and some of the organizations and just kind of dusting off some rust and we're working together. It, you know, shooting's hard enough without the match directors making it harder and getting in the way. So the shooters, as, as, a, as a culture, we want to work together to, to collectively do, do better. We share wind calls. We help each other out. So just go out and shoot. Just go out and shoot. It absolutely, just get, get after it, you know. Let me tell you, I went to a match not – well, I did the gap grind with Steph Bostwick because Regina Milkovich twisted my arm into getting into this. Love you, Gina. Um, but then my next match, you know, I didn't have anybody around that shot it. I just went to a match. I went to LRSE and I didn't know anybody and I sucked, but mm -hmm. that's how I learned. You know, yeah. guys, I'm, looking so, at I'm, I'm going to be super Facebook creeper stalker here. Uh, Danny is in Missouri and we have like 150 people watching us right now. Someone in Missouri, um, shoot Danny a message and, uh, We'll, we'll find you somebody local. If you can't find someone, shoot one of us a message. So, guys, you got Adam Lamberger, who's at one of our match directors just north of me in, in, um, in, uh, in Indiana, Illinois, and in, in that kind of different, different um, region, but very close to me. His, his match is super inexpensive. It's, it, it's limited in distance. It's nowhere near Jaden. You guys have been to Canaan. It's nowhere near Canaan, but he, he has tremendous turnout. I think he charges 20 30 bucks whatever it might be maybe a touch more I, I don't know and he's telling hey every master trader with no experience you'll find no better group of zoo shooters that may be to get out and help along the way you'll learn through matches and what works guys every oh shannon well how did you learn to run matches we well, you know how to learn my matches guys i made a ton of mistakes mm -hmm. and the shooters will underwrite them if you're honest about it and you'll learn from them and so when it comes to 22 stuff guys just master just come on shine up we'll help you out if a shooter you want to get out just go shoot um, that's what the community is about. There's no um, overarching, like, oh, this is, I have to do this. I have to be a KM. No, like, you know, I think Adam's, you know, limits. I just talked to him the other day. He wants to run a two day match with with another guy, and they're both limited to 600 yards. And that might be a challenge for a two day match, but you know what? He's crushing it on a one day. He's going to crush it with a, with, a, with a rimfire series. And that's what we need. We don't need, it doesn't have to be George and Sykes. In, in, at the Horny match. It doesn't need to be Shannon at, at Kahalas or Shannon and George. At, we need everything in between 
everyone has their place. So you guys got to get after it and, and, and just do it and make mistakes and just be honest about it. Check your ego out the door and guess what? Like our community will grow the whole thing will grow and the opportunities will expand. Um, and I remember when Adam started, you know what I'm saying? And now he's built something that's really special up there. Um, and now we have guys from down here, which a year or two ago would not go. They, I'm going to Alabama. I'm going to core or Altus. I'm going to, to K&N. Well, now they're going to his match. And you know what? That's pretty cool. I mean, that, that's how, that's how it happens. So I'm proud of him. He's, he's a good part of the team. And you know what the, the, the dynamic is? Everybody worries about money. K&M charges 80, 90 bucks for a match. Cause that's what it takes to be feasible. I think the guy charges 25 bucks, you know what I'm saying? And we're within hours of each other. And you know what? It, it, it works. There's a place for it all. So um, let's just, let's just check it at the door guys. And, and, and we'll be okay. We'll grow this thing together. And that's what we're doing. So I really appreciate it. So Adam, I see your comment here, man. You're right on brother. Um, shout out to, uh, to Joel Wise. Um, he's going to be PMing Danny and helping him out a little bit. There we go. Uh, Shannon, how has the COVID-19 kind of affected this year in PRS? I know, was there a lot of match cancellations? Uh, what's yeah. been the hurdles? So it's, it's been a challenge, you know, overall a little slightly disappointed in some of the, our match director's actions and, and sure. I mean, K&M, we are going to have a down year. PRS is going to have a down year and in, in some aspects, you know, unfortunately our Canadian matches because of the border crossing and, and the diff different cultures of, across the, the you know, international borders, those won't get canceled. But I think the majority of our matches um, got rescheduled. I was actually a big um, proponent against um, rescheduling because we just didn't have enough information. And I had to be, a lot of guys took that as like Shannon's being super rigid. We're not, we're not, we're not backing up match directors, this and that. And so, you know, I told the match directors and my guys, ask the shooters, they're, they're a good community hey, we're going to reschedule this next year because I know a lot of guys, those match directors invest a lot of a lot of those dues ahead of time. So to, to enable to have refunds have been very, very difficult. But the good part, most of the shooters are been like, hey, just keep it, do your thing. We'll, we'll keep it to the next one or we'll keep it to next year. Once more information started to come in, and to be honest with you, once more match directors started kind of playing against each other, you know, behind closed doors, what I did was like, cool, guys you're not putting this one on me. Um, we're all going to work together on this. And so we're going to develop a policy. And that policy basically was, um, hey, you're going to, if you want to reschedule a match, anyone within two weeks of you has a veto right and uh, to, to run that match and, and say, so it really forced the match. It, it didn't put it all on Shannon Kay as a director, put it on the match directors collectively, which are part of the committee. So it's correct to work together. And, and once we did that, after a few speed bumps, the, the match, the, 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 the match directors started working really well together and we started rescheduling. My fear is we're putting a lot in the schedule towards the end of the year. Um, I, I'm a conservative guy, but that's what they matched the committee voted on. So I went with it so far, so good. We'll see what happens with the fall. And we were able to reschedule the majority of our matches. I think it was Alabama match, Canadian match, and California match that just couldn't reschedule. Um, those matches are both, except for Canadian matches, Canadian matches are running two matches. So it worked out really well. We published it. We supported them. And, and the shooters are responding um, tremendously. Um, and so, 
So yes, the COVID affected us. Yes, it's going to end season, but in the big picture, I don't think it's, unless it pops back up again, I don't think it's going to be a big picture, but there were, you know, we did get a lot of emails like, Hey, this match instructors, you know, not giving me a refund, this and that. And, and really that's not our place. That's a transaction between the shooter and the match director. Um, you know, we worked through it. I think everybody got better. You know, there's a lot of fear. Uh, when, when people are afraid, they, they tend to make emotional decisions. But I think at this point, um, guys are very, shooters are very comfortable. Match directors are very comfortable. You know, I know me, the, the K-9 match was one of the first matches post-COVID. You know, I changed some, you know, we didn't make decisions week in advance. And, you know, sure, we're social distanced by nature outside. But I, I think the majority of the shooters are, are very comfortable getting out and shooting, being outside. So, um, you know, it, it it was a scary time. It was a frustrating time, but you know, we, we managed it. We did it correctly. We, we set parameters. We used the committee and we're much better for it now. And I think people are a, a lot more comfortable um, with it. And most of the matches got rescheduled. And so um, all, all is well, that ends well at the end of the day. Oh, we got any last minute live here or we're pretty much good to wrap up or anything good to came in. I think we're about good to wrap up. All right, there. I guess we'll wind this one here down to shout-outs. Jen, you usually start us off with this. We didn't do discount corners. We kind of skipped that. Uh, no worries, but what do we got for shout-outs? It's all right. Shout-out to Prime Ammo. I shot their ammo at this match. Woo-hoo. Factory ammo. Didn't have to reload. It was great. Just, like, packed it up and made sure TSA wasn't going to steal it like some people at the match, but mm. we won't talk about that. Um, so it was great just to go to the match with ammo. Um, so Prime Ammo for their 6GT that's kind of new, so check them out. Uh, GSL Suppressors, McMillan Stocks, still love my stock. Um, Warren Scope Mounts, Under Industries, Night Force Optics, Hunters HD Gold, and Bortech. So there you go, Greg, what do you got? I also have GSL Suppressors. As you notice, my, I bought my Rimfire gun up tonight, so we're talking about Rimfire. She's a little short on the end here. But um, I do have a uh, GSL suppressor for that and the GT. They're currently in jail at Crackshot, Crackshot Pawn and Firearms. Um, hopefully I'll have them sometime soon. Shooters and Sharpshooters of Augusta. I am there more days than I am not doing load development for way too many things. PDC Custom, if you want the most beautiful rifle chassis known to man, right here, available in neon green and normal human colors. NDZ Performance to build a real sweet Gucci Glock. Um, phone scope, um, probably the world's coolest long range training aid. Also, if you just want to look really lit for the gram, you do that. Mm-hmm. Um, shooters world powder. Um, they don't have powder shortages. So if you want some powder, if you can't find some powder, they got some powder. Um, hunters HD gold. It's kind of like, like HDR filters for your eyes. Really awesome. And Bortec for your super filthy rifles after being in at the Hornady match all weekend. And it's just absolutely disgusting. I saw a couple of videos online of people showing off how nasty their guns were. And that made me glad I wasn't there. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Shannon, you got any shout outs there? No, I guys, I just want to, you know, um, you know, Kahalas is obviously, you know, designed the reticle, so it's a little homerism, but you know, they got the new SK four. We got a new reticle out uh, through KNAM and through Kahalas and they're obviously their title sponsor, the Purist too. So if guys are interested in, in getting the latest and greatest and the, the best class and, and reticle out there, you know, contact me or, or their dealers out there. It's a, a soft launch given COVID and everything that's going on. So, um, you know, and I just want to thank, you know, all the shooters 
that are continuing to support the sport. I, I, things are getting tight. Some guys are laid off. There's COVID. There's a lot of anxiety. Um, you know, the industry and in, in some aspects are up the industry. Some, some aspects are down. I'm heavily involved in consulting with, with a lot of the, you know, what's going on. You know, the, the, the PRS is up in the sense of, of participation still. Um, I want to keep it that way. And I, and I really appreciate those guys across the board that are level headed um, that don't get wrapped up in this stuff that help me either in council, you know, and I use a lot of different people and a lot of across the industry and, and kind of having a voice or reason or counsel out there. I appreciate those people. I appreciate you guys for giving me a, a voice uh, to come out here. Like again, at least once a quarter, if not more guys, let me, let me know. And, and um, let me get the shooters mindset support the people that support you and, and get the, the purest message out there. Yeah, we appreciate you having on. Thanks for coming to Spritz, sharing the new news and what's going on with PRS. If you guys want to email me, theshootersmindset at gmail.com is a good way to do that. If you have any guest suggestions, anything you can do so there. Uh, subscribe to the channel. If you're watching on the YouTube side of things, right below the video, yellow subscribe button. Every Tuesday we try to bring a new episode of The Shooter's Mindset over here on Facebook, YouTube, podcasts. I know it's kind of maybe not very timely fashion, but we do get them up eventually. Uh, best way always to stay in tune is Shooter's Mindset on the fa on Facebook. You can always get them shows timely there. Uh, definitely thanks to Shannon, man, for coming on, spend two hours of his time here to talk with PR with us about PRS and about all things. Uh, the folks over at Rise Armament for some fantastic AR-15 triggers and parts. And, of course, the folks over at GSL Technologies for your suppressor needs. Check them out. Uh, good time to get some suppressors, man. I don't know what the times and weights. Uh, just put it, put the stamp in and forget about it, man. I got like four things in there, man. Who cares? It's going to get there eventually. It'll eventually go on a gun. It'll be Gucci. We'll post it on the gram. We'll be lit. We'll get likes. You know, that's the way it usually rolls when you get the suppressor from GSL. So that'll do it for episode. What are we on? 302, 302 episodes of the Shooter's Mindset. Thank you guys for tuning in tonight. We'll catch you on the next one. Bye-bye now.